Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be, I'm not in the mood to see anyone. Well, I've got an email here from a guy who went out and had a really great first date with this girl who was really into him. Went out, had a pretty good date, but in the texting exchange afterwards, after the date, kind of fumbled the football and said some things that just basically kind of took a crap in his Wheaties, if you will, and kind of screwed things up. So he waited about four or five days, calls this girl to go out on a second date, and then obviously she says, I'm not in the mood to see anyone. So it's been a week. He hasn't heard from her. He's thinking, did I totally screw it up? Did, is, is that it? Do I have a, any chance at saving this? So I have a quote that I wrote on this topic, and I'm going to go through his email and see exactly what he did. And a lot of guys are in these situations. They go out on dates with girls and this is like exactly the kind of thing I used to experience in my 20s. You go out on a date, girl really likes you. And it doesn't happen very often that you meet somebody that's really into you from the get-go. I mean this girl even approached him and everything. And then you go out on a date, you think you have a good date and then it's like you never – like maybe you get to the second date and maybe you get to the third but that's it. And you can just see how things – just a few little things that he does completely change her perception of him and it doesn't take much especially in the beginning to turn a woman off because you got to remember most of the the guys that women are going to encounter are going to be doing things and saying things that are going to completely turn them off and so even if you handle yourself completely right when you start acting a certain way and you give off that same vibe that most guys do it's so easy because there's no you haven't been together you haven't dated there's like no emotional bond that's formed to where she would look past that stuff and then if she classifies you to be just like the other 97 percenters then sometimes that's all it takes to ruin your chances and you literally you talk the girl out of dating dating you and liking you so the quote says you can learn a lot about people by simply listening to the things they say about themselves when someone you just met starts talking about their flaws it's romantic to see them as they could be but it's foolish to think it's your job to change them or that they will choose to change themselves. When you fall in love with someone's potential, you're never going to be satisfied with his or her reality. If you can't live with or accept the person the way they presently are with all of their flaws and faults, you both would be better served to go your separate ways. When it comes to sex and romance, it's always better to date someone who already is in good condition instead of trying to date a fixer-upper. So he says, hey coach, I met this girl by chance two weeks ago. In my experience, there is no such thing as anything that happens by chance in life. Everything happens for a reason. Every person that comes into your life is there for a reason. There is no such thing as an accident. She's 18 and I'm 20 and I hadn't read your book at the time, so I now realize some mistakes that I have made but do you think it is too late to redeem myself? Well, let's take a closer look. He says, when we first met, I acted like my own charming self, got her number, and set a date. Exactly what you should be doing. She appeared to be extremely excited for it, saying how I'm the best looking guy that she's ever been out with and how I'm an upgrade from her past exes. Well, that's a pretty nice statement. In other words, she basically said, hey, you're the hottest dude I've ever gone out with. Any guy, you like to hear that from a beautiful woman, especially one that you're really into. And what's interesting is when the other person's really into you, you f actually will end up finding them to be more attractive. He says the date lasted about 13 hours 
and we ended up at some secluded park with us getting all touchy-feely, making out, and eventually getting sexual while driving her home, but we didn't have sex. Sexual, but not having sex? Maybe you were checking out each other's junk, I don't know. Not really specific. Those are the kinds of things that, that young guys typically say because they don't have a lot of experience. But that's okay. You got to learn sometime. When I got back home, she shot me a text saying how she got herself off at the thought of me, jackpot, and told me how she had a great time that day. I kept the texting to a minimum. One mistake I made was bringing up talk about being a couple. You've had one date. The girl's fingering herself and doing all kinds of naughty things to herself and now you're talking about being a couple and you haven't even had sex yet. Seen too many movies where you got to lock the girl down. Some other dude's going to come along and take her away. You say things like that. It's going to make a girl bounce because it makes you look needy. It makes you look desperate. Why be in such a rush to have a relationship right after you've had one particular date? Because women are thinking – I don't know you very well yet. I mean, how could you know me well enough to want to be in a relationship? The average woman's be like, huh? What? We only have one date. Now you're talking about being a couple? But again, that's what you see in movies and TV all the time. You got to lock that girl down to a commitment. You got to put a fucking ring on that finger or she's going to disappear like fairy dust or something. And whom she has talked about me. So he says, one mistake I made was bringing up talk about being a couple and whom she has talked to about me during the date he says oops yeah does that sound like something a confident guy who values himself and knows he's awesome and knows he's a catch and has lots of options is going to say to a woman the, what you've said makes it sound like you got no success with women like you're you, you have no experience and no success which is making yourself look not very desirable because if you're not very successful with other women, then maybe there's something wrong with you. There must be a reason why other girls don't want you. You got to think about things before you open your mouth or you text something. Is this going to make me look more attractive and confident and mysterious and fun and chivalrous in her eyes? Or is this going to make me look like a big mangina or a floppy cock? He says, I also got her to spill some of her kinky desires. And she confessed to me that she watches porn every day and how she has a problem. What did I say in the quote? It's why you listen to what people say. Everything comes out. As a coach, being a life coach, it's pretty easy. Like for me, what I do is because when people talk, the things they say about themselves reveal exactly how they feel about themselves and how they view themselves. And so when I start talking with someone, they start telling me about their goals and their dreams and things they want. When they have a belief that's in conflict with taking action to achieve those goals and dreams. That's why they're not getting anywhere. And so I can point that out to them and recognize and help them recognize what they're saying and how they're thinking and how that impacts their ability to take action or holds them back and causes them to do nothing to help themselves. He says, I also suspect daddy issues, but her flaws don't notice what he says next. Everybody starts dating. You know, this guy's young, hasn't had a lot of experience. So you think if I just get a hot girl that's really cool, everything will be great. And it's like when I was younger, I, I had that fantasy. But then you realize there's actually a lot of screwed up women out there as well. There's lots of screwed up guys and there's lots of screwed up women out there. But when you don't know any better, you don't know what to look for. And you see things like this that are like red flags. And you go, 
Oh, that's okay. I can work with that. I can fix that. I can change that about them. I can influence her. I also suspect daddy issues, but her flaws don't seem to make me less attracted to her for some reason. People buy based upon emotion and they use logic and reason to justify their purchase. So you're focused on your emotions and what you feel for this girl and the fact that she really likes you and you're ignoring these glaring red flags. But if when you have enough life experience and you've dated enough women, when you see things like this, like some glaring flaws, like she's got an addiction to porn or she's got some daddy issues or maybe she told you all about her screwy exes that she's been with, those are not things that you go, wow, that's really great information. <laughs> really, That's really good to know. That's Wow, that's swell. You know, no problem. I'll look past that. No problem. It's like people project their fantasy and they ignore the reality. That's why you got to keep your wits about you. Yeah, I know you really dig this girl, but you also got to use logic and reason to justify your purchase, if you will. And so, just because you're all emotionally wrapped up on her, when she's, you know, all those red flags come out, instead of saying, "Oh, I can change that. I can work with that," and over time, I can get her that not hang out with those people or not do those things. You got to look at it. What, what if? What if this person never changes? What if despite my best efforts, I'm not able to change her and she's not interested in changing herself? Can I live with these weird, crazy flaws that I'm seeing that she's telling me about? And if the answer is no, you can't live with those flaws and it's better if you just go your separate ways because if you ignore those flaws and you date them thinking you're going to change them, there's a really good chance that they're not going to change. And then once the reality that happens, you're six months, a year, two years down the road, sometimes years, sometimes you've had kids at that point. Whereas you could, if you see reality as it is, see the other person as they are, not better than they are, worse than they are, but as they really are, then you can make an informed decision before you get, you know, because again, at this point, you've been on one date and you're already seeing some things that make you go, whoa. But yeah, you're going, oh, it's okay. I can work with that. No problem. A little bungee cord, some bubble gum, scotch tape. We can fix that shit right up. Some duct tape. I can MacGyver that shit. He's about four days passed and I initiated a text to meet up again. A mistake, I guess, as I didn't let the cake bake. She ignored my text until the next day, giving me an excuse about how she wasn't in a good mood to see anyone, to which I replied a day later saying no sweat. I would have said, well, hey, you know what? Sorry you're not having a great day, but... You know what? All the more reason why we should go out and have a good time together because I'll make you smile. Come back with something like that. But I'm not in the mood to see anyone. If a girl sends me something like that, I would have said, all right, no problem. Give me a call when you feel better. Give me a call when you want to get together again. I had a really great time the other night. You know, Call me if you want to talk or whatever. But then if she does call you to talk, you're like, hey, you know what? Let's get together and talk about this over dinner. The idea is remember, be direct, be decisive, make a date. That statement, I'm not in a good mood to see anyone. I'm going to pass on that. Thanks. Check, please. I'm out of here. But this guy's young, so you live and you learn. He says, it's been a week and it's extremely hard holding back because she's extremely attractive physically, but I'm trying my best. But you're still ignoring the fact that it sounds like she might be a little bit of a Fruit Loop dude. Being a frustrated 20-year-old guy, i.e. I'm desperate, I'm fearful, I'm in a scarcity mindset and a high testosterone level doesn't help much. 
Well, at the end of the day, if you're looking for a great girl to have a relationship with, this girl's giving me a pretty, you know, quite a few red flags. So I personally wouldn't do anything. But if you want to go down that little crazy road or that dark alley and hope nothing bad happens to you, then I wait two weeks. Then text her back and say, hey, I hope you're doing great. I'd love to see you again. When are you free to get together and see what she does? If she's receptive, great. If not, I mean, yeah, you made some mistakes that I pointed out on your first date. You didn't make yourself look all that confident. But the same token, she had some red flags. Sound like she had some bad relationships in the past. And also the, just the fact that, I mean, who texts something like that to somebody? I'm not in the – what did she say? I'm not in a good mood to see anyone. What do you think that tells you about her mental state of mind or her mental stability? Check, please. Elvis has left the building. Is That's what should be happening. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a paid phone, Skype, or email coaching session. You can choose any of those options by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen, and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.